Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. I am so pumped up because I like discovered something so cool in the Word of God. I can't wait to share that. So Lord, I just thank you right now that you are so faithful to us, Lord God, that we can bring whatever our burdens are before you and that you will just take them, Lord God. You will heal us. You will fill us, Lord God. Lord, you will put joy, Lord God, where there is sadness. I pray that you will open up our minds so that we can get to know you better, like the father that you are, the father that wants to love us as your girls, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Um, I just want to jump right in. You know, sometimes as women, we've been burnt, we've been hurt, we have been rejected, and we have been let down. God is so faithful, and he won't do any of that. There are certain things in life that you just know, okay? You are sure of that these things, um, they're just a sure thing in your life. Well, when you can put the promises of God into your heart, trust me, your life is going to be different because you're going to be able to just pull out his promise and deal with whatever is coming your way. When you allow the creator to reset your life, when you allow God to come in, he transforms. You know, it's like when you're designing a house, you let a designer come in here to your place and they just flip the whole house. I love watching HGTV and they flip the whole thing around and then they walk back in and they don't even recognize it anymore. When you let God have control of your heart, he will come in and flip it all around and you're going to be so joyful. Sometimes people won't even recognize you because God has made you into a new creation. When I see those people and their lives being changed, it really proves to me that God is still on the throne, still capable of changing lives. And I want you to know that he's willing to do the same for you. You know, when you were to begin to share your story, I mean, people probably wouldn't even believe the things that you've gone through, the things that you've seen, um, the challenges maybe that you've faced. But I want you to know that God, he has this pen in his hand and he is constantly rewriting your story and he's got more for you. All things can be possible when we let God strengthen us. Say amen. Trust me, this is something that I've really seen over and over, even in my own life. You know, sometimes I even wondered were my best days behind me. But God has proved time and time again that he is making us new. He's writing more into our life and that our best days are ahead of us. God is not finished with me. Thank God he's not finished with me, but he's not finished with you either. He's got so much more. But what would it mean for you to actually begin again? Would it mean a different location? Like you have been wanting to get out of town and go somewhere new? Would it mean a body overhaul? Hallelujah. 
that would be a new beginning for me. Three kids, come on, somebody say amen. Um, would it mean digging up an old dream that you buried very, very long ago? Maybe you thought you were going to do something like you thought you were going to write a book or you thought you were going to go back to school and life happened and finances happened and things started tumbling and you took that dream and you just shoved it in the ground. And you're like, there's no way that season is past for me. What would it look like to begin again? Would you dare to make yourself vulnerable? Um, I can tell you myself, you know, when you reach broken people, sometimes that can be very hurtful even back to you because you work so hard and, and then they roll out of your life and sometimes without a thank you. And so for me, beginning again sometimes includes being friends with somebody again, being vulnerable again, trusting one more time that you're going to embrace somebody and that they wouldn't walk out on you. Say, man, you've probably gone through something like that. Uh, maybe it's education, career. You're like, girl, I just need a new job. I need a new job. Okay. Uh, maybe it is a new relationship. Amen. Maybe you just need God's healing from your brokenness. Um, now, if you're married, don't say amen if you're looking for a new man. I don't want to hear that because that'll be a whole nother conversation. We're going to have to have a little meeting on that one. You might remember this story. I talked about losing my ring. And so what happened was um, my husband had given me a wedding ring and we had this house and I took it off and I laid it behind beside the sink. And I had a dear friend come over the house and they washed it into my sink. And um, I don't think they realized, I think they thought a spoon was in there. But when I got home, I just, I couldn't find my ring. So I was like looking, looking, looking all over for my ring. And then I heard these little sounds and I was like, oh God, no, God, no. And sure enough, my wedding ring got ripped to shreds and we could only find one tiny little part. I'm going to be honest, I really felt worse for her than I did for myself because we were so close and I just told her I knew it was an accident. And um, so I just bought fake wedding rings for like 20 something years. But one day I walked into a store and I tried this ring on. Some of you guys know I'm crazy. So when the lady turned away for a second, I like put it on and like forced it on and it got stuck. Oh my gosh. So I was just acting like I was looking at it and I was freaking out. And I was like, how am I going to get this off? And some of you have read the story. She finally figures it out, brings me Windex and ice, and we get the ring off. I thought I would buy that ring that day because I couldn't get it off. But the coolest thing happened is like my mind started on this thing of diamonds. And diamonds actually look like really rough. They're like ugly rocks, you know? And it's like, who ever figured out something beautiful was behind that ugly stone? Behind that ugly rock, somebody who's a specialist they could truly, truly tell what that is. See, a master jeweler, they see the beauty beneath the outer shell. And I want you to know that God sees the beauty behind sometimes our ugly heart and, and our hurt self. He's able to see the beauty behind the wall that we put up. You know, when you've been hurt, sometimes we just, we put this wall up. Like, no, I'm not going to let anybody close. I'm not going to let anybody back in. No, I'm not going to have them over my house for tea. No way, because that means we might connect. And so when you've been burnt and when you've been hurt, there's a tendency 
to want to shut people out. And we put up this ugly wall. And sometimes people don't even get to know who we are because we put up this wall. And I know I've done it. There's times where I kind of put my head down and I'm walking in certain places, you know, because I just don't want to connect. Because if I connect, it's going to cost me something. How many of you guys know what I mean? If you connect, you make yourself vulnerable, right? Well, what I love about God is God is just like that master jeweler. And he can see behind that ugly wall. And he can see the hurt, the pain, but he sees the beauty. And God sees the potential. And I want you to hear me. You have potential. You have purpose. You have a calling. And that dream that you dug into that ground, it's time to pull that thing out. And God is so amazing because he sees what we don't see. See, Jesus can go behind the ugliness and find the beauty. Look, the truth is this, we all get stuck sometimes. And maybe you've gone through this, you're stuck spiritually. Or maybe like so many of us, you got stuck financially. You didn't even expect it. In the Bible, here's what I want you to know. There was so many people stuck and God got them out. Okay. And God can do that for us. Look, Naomi was stuck in bitterness. The man in the graveyard, he was stuck with demons. Daniel was stuck in the lion's den. Joseph was stuck in a pit. Jonah, poor guy, that is so disgusting. He was stuck in a whale. I couldn't even handle the smell. He was stuck in a whale and Lazarus was stuck in a tomb. Mary was stuck in loss. Even though they felt trapped, what I want you to know is that God developed greatness inside the hearts of these people we read about in the Bible. And God wants to develop greatness in your heart. Philippians 3.12, not that I've already achieved the goal or I'm already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of Jesus. Many of you can say today that because Jesus has taken hold of you, you are nicer. <laughs> You're more forgiving. How many of you can say like, before Christ, whoo, before Christ, I would have told them off. But since you came to know Jesus, all of a sudden, like you're more forgiving, right? You're a little more gracious. Um, you know, like when somebody cuts you off and you just want to tell them off. But here's the deal. Paul had shared so many instructions with them on humility. He was talking about the church, unity, knowing God. And right there in verse 12, he lets them know he hadn't even reached the goal himself. Look, I mean, I've been in ministry for 30 years, ever since I was a little girl, 18 years old. I mean, it was before that, you know, I grew up in ministry my whole life. But as an adult, I've been serving the Lord for a long time. And sometimes I say, man, I should have known better than that. How many of you get tempted to get angry or bitter or you're like, man, I ain't going to talk to her for a couple of days, right? We just shut people off or a family member, you know, a sister or a brother. And you're just like, forget it. And you let a week go by. You know, we all do that. We can be tempted. And here's Paul. And he's like, I'm not even perfect. You know, I should have known better. But because Christ is in me, I can strive to do the right things. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Stop trying to figure it out. You're not superwoman, okay? Trust in God. 
Don't try to figure it out because when we try to work it out, that's when things get messed up. But if we'll trust in God, he'll guide us through. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I'm exalted in the earth. Guys, the earth is a huge place. That means no matter where your problem is, okay, he's going to be exalted over all of it. In the end, God knows your problems. God is going to be exalted. He's going to take care of it. And he says this, be still and know that I am God. When I was going through a certain time in my life, I remember I really kind of went through a depression, you know, and I really just sunk really far down. And I remember my husband, he noticed that. And because I'm, I'm a pretty hyped up person and I just wasn't the same person. And he said, you know, Rosalinda, he goes, you know, you've got to put your trust in God. Now, of course, I hadn't turned my back on God, but I was kind of devastated through a certain season and challenge I was going through. And let me just tell you, he took the ugliest piece of paper with black electrical tape and stuck it on my mirror. And he wrote all these things that he's like, I want you every morning to look into that mirror and read those things. Read that verse. So before you go attacking the day, know that God's got you. Look, the third thing I want you to know is God is waiting on you. Okay. He is waiting on you. When I lived in Tennessee, um, I was out in the mountains in Tennessee. I was going to college out there. And I remember this one day specifically, there's a smell in the air. I am ultra sensitive. Anybody that knows me, any of my friends, they know I have this weird thing. Like I can smell like through wall and in the air, it was the grossest smell in the world. And I'm looking around and none of my friends are bothered by this at all. Don't you guys smell this? And they're like, oh, we're just used to it. There's a paper mill. So where there's a paper mill, when it rains, the smell kind of evaporates into the air and the smell is rough and then eventually goes away. But what I noticed was they weren't bothered by the smell anymore. It didn't, the stink didn't bother them. Sometimes there's stink. And what happens is it's dangerous when we're not bothered by it anymore. We're just okay with people putting us down. You know, we're okay when we are not faithful to God. We're okay when things, you know, fall apart. It's like, oh, it's just never going to get better. Sometimes you get comfortable in the smell, in the stink of our situation. And God wants us to draw to him. He wants us to be awakening. Um, he doesn't want that to be your norm. And so here's my, my challenge in this moment is that I dare you to shake off the acceptance that's been holding you back. Sometimes we just accept that this is our life and this is our circumstance and it's never going to get better. And I'm telling you, it's time to shake those things off. You have to draw a line in the dirt of your situation. But I want you to say this. I am a victor and not a victim. I am courageous, strong. I refuse the enticement of the enemy who wants me to stay stuck in my current situation. It's time to begin again. I want you to tell that to yourself. It is time to begin again. I am worth it. You got to tell yourself. Sometimes we, we're waiting for a best friend or a sister or a husband or a spouse. I got news for you. 
They're so busy in their own worlds. They may not be the person that encourages you. There's an old gospel song. I love it. And when I'm down, sometimes I will Google it on you on YouTube and I'll play it. And it says, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes you've got to encourage yourself and say, I am worth it. I'm not saying that you have to believe it at 100% right now, but you got to step out in faith, okay? Jesus paid the price and I will stop shifting the blame. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Your parents are off with Jesus. They're already in heaven. You still want to blame your whole life on them, okay? It's time to stop shifting blame. Start receiving the healing that God has for you today. John 5, 1 through 15. This is a story about a paralytic man that laid beside the pool of Bethesda. The story goes in the Bible that he laid there for 38 years. All of a sudden, Jesus comes rolling through the neighborhood. He looks at him. And of course, this is my imagination as I read the Bible. And he says, why aren't you healed yet? Okay, and he actually asked him the question, do you want to be healed? And you know what he does? He starts blame shifting. He starts saying that the minute I try to get into this pool, the story is that the pool would be moved by an angel and the first ones in would receive healing. Okay, so he begins blame shifting. I've done that and God has had to set me free from that. See, the reality is a sick man was saying, hey, it's not my fault. We do that so much. It's not my fault. So two things, you could stay right where you are or you can obey. You could stay right where you are, I'm gonna say it again, or you can choose to obey. You can rise up and you can walk. Look, sometimes we think that it has to happen a certain way before we come out of the funk that we're in, but Jesus had different plans. Say that with me. Jesus has a different plan. My plans aren't his plans. Thank God. Thank God they're not his plans. If you are wondering how to begin again, the first thing is that we have to sit sometimes in silence. I'm talking, turn it all off and sit in silence. You have to bring your needs before the Lord. He wants to know what's on your heart and what's going on. You have to read the Bible, but then you got to listen. Sometimes we're just reading the word, but we don't stop long enough to go, Lord, what are you saying to me today through this word? And then you got to trust that he's going to answer. So look, you want to begin again. You want something different. We've got to read the word. We got to listen and we got to trust in God. Decide to stop uh, watching other people live while you're stuck. Oof. Get off of Facebook and social media in the sense that you're just scrolling past people that you need to disconnect from. Stop looking at them thrive while you're staying stuck. Listen to God and decide to arise, girls. We got It is time to rise up and allow. Let go of your ways and your thoughts and your plans. Oof, that's tough. Sometimes we go to God with our life our layout for our life. And God is going, really? Are you done? Because when you're done, I'll take over from there. So girls, we got to let go and then rise. What's the last thing that you remember God telling you to do? Well, maybe it's time to choose to do it and act on it. Oof. Don't get caught up on the timing. Trust God's timing. Amen. 
You know, there's seasons where God needs us to just wait on him. Maybe you always had a heart to write a book or maybe you wanted to start a blog. Don't ever think that you're unqualified. God qualifies you. God is still writing your story. You can't allow negativity and thoughts to enter your mind and tell you that your time is gone. The enemy wants to tear down what God is building in you. And Satan knows exactly where to attack. He's going to try to attack right here in the mind. He's an expert creating anxious thoughts of unknown futures. But this is not what God has desired from your story. Almighty God, Almighty God, our Abba Father, our precious God, he wants you to know this. The enemy is already defeated. No matter what's happening around you right now, I want you to know that God has planted a dream inside your heart and you have not missed the opportunity. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, God affirms, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. God's got a future for you. And always remember, when you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.